0: hello 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 and welcome to chelsea button is overzealous it's the podcast where chelsea button is overzealous (laughs) where did i come up with that name i have no idea i'm okay i'll be i'll be i'll tell the story growing up my favorite saying was i'm overzealous i thought it was the funniest thing to say when people were like so you know how sometimes you get really excited about something and people are like calm down my reply would always be don't be jealous of my zealous and growing up people loved it like everyone thought it was the funniest joke fast forward in my life and i meet my current partner whom i've been with for nine years More on him later because we actually started our own podcast together and it just didn't work out. So remind me to tell you that story. Oh, that's right. You can't. Um, This is coming through an earbud and probably no one's listening. So fast forward, I'm going around town, around the world saying, I'm overzealous and don't be jealous of my zealous. And then one day I'm with my current partner. His name is Davis. And he looks at me and he goes, it's zeal. I'm like what? It's just like the word you've you've used it wrong. You're not jealous of zealous. It's Don't be jealous of my zeal. And my heart was broken (laughs) because I had lived my life up until that point, which I met him at 23, 23 years saying, okay, obviously not. I clearly did not talk until I was like two or something. I don't know. Whenever kids start talking, my whole life was wrapped around this. And I was like, my identity, like, yeah, I'm just an overexcited person. Like picture a tiny dog. That's me. I'm wagging my tail. I'm really excited. Don't be jealous of my zealous. And he ruined it in one Fell swoop. Is that the word? If he was here, he would have corrected me, but he's not. He corrects me all the time and I used to hate it, but he's corrected me on so much that I'm actually starting to sound a little bit more intelligent, I think, which you wouldn't be able to tell from this podcast. You're not ever going to be able to tell from this podcast that anything intelligent is going on over here. So don't you worry. That's not what this podcast is about. So I had mentioned that my partner and I had actually started a podcast ourselves i really like podcasts i don't know i like listening to them even if it's one person or two people like it really doesn't matter i i kind of like listening to them sometimes to be the fly on the wall for the conversation and sometimes to learn something what i really wanted to do with davis is um have a podcast where it's more like a diary of our lives and since we've been together for almost 10 years i thought It's not that crazy to start a podcast so that later on when you're like 60, you can kind of go over it and hear it. And I I thought that was kind of a nice idea and it was really beautiful. And then we started trying to do it together and we're really good at it. And you can actually find it. Uh, It's on Podbean. I don't know if we'll start back up. Who knows? I don't know. (laughs) It's on Podbean. It's called Getting Weird With It. We have three episodes up. And if you listen to it, you can kind of tell it's like he thinks that people are still laughing at anger. I feel like that was such an early 2000s trend where people started getting angry and it was funny. You know, like, one of his favorite comedians is Bill Burr, whom now he's sort of questioning if he likes because he's not angry enough. He's still stuck in, like, the early 2000s when angry comedy... Was really funny to him. <laughs> I'm like, it's not that funny. I listen over to some of them and I'm like, you almost sound abusive. Like, you're, I had to cut out so much of his nonsense because I'm like, it just doesn't sound like we're getting along and having fun and doing a relationship diary. And that's all I wanted. And he just wanted to be this angry star. what like Like, that's not happening you're in your 30s like calm down I'm the star here I'm kidding I'm not the star but anyways we tried it I don't know why it didn't really work other than that um I think there was also technical issues, which I don't want to blame, but like, I don't know if anyone out there has tried podcasts or videos or vlogging or any of it. All of it's such hard work. Like when you see a crummy video or hear a crummy podcast, a lot of work still went into that. This podcast, I'm going to try and make it like half hour to 40 minute conversations that are a little bit unedited. I don't want to edit too much. I want it to be real because it is that hard. You can't keep doing it every week and have a life outside of it. And if you're saying to me, but Chelsea, other people do it, they either have rich parents or they already have sponsors or they already have other jobs that are helping pay for it. I'm not in a position where I can buy a bunch of mics and mic stands and condensers and mixers and all that fun stuff. I think one day when we do We might revisit it again. I would love to have a relationship podcast just because I think people out there want to hear about like real lives and like real arguments and real solutions. Not everything is like this cookie cutter. What's the word? Solution, I guess. (laughs) I wanted a better word than that, but whatever. Not everything is as it seems and sometimes different things work for different people and yeah, I think with relationships, they're so dynamic that if you, you know, listen to a bunch of different people's perspectives who've been in happy, loving relationships for a really long time, you're going to pick something from them that benefits you and that you kind of can relate to. So we'll see if that can happen again. I'd love to also answer relationship questions. Even if you have someone here, let me know. Email me. I'm currently working on my email right now, so maybe I shouldn't have said that, but I might put it in the show notes because I'm obviously not going to post this before I have an email. So I'll link that in the show notes. If you want to email me your questions, go right ahead. I love questions. I love talking to people. Basically, yeah, we might revisit that relationship podcast, and we might not. We'll see. I don't. Who knows? He kind of got he kind of got a different position at his job as well. So he's. Um, You know, pretty pretty heavy into his work right now. He's kind of got like his his dream career like right in front of him, so he's he's been working on that, and I get it. So we've taken a break from that, but I've started up. Chelsea Button is overzealous because I'm too overzealous to wait for a podcast to work out. I want to just start, and even if no one listens to it, I'm pretty stoked to listen to it when I'm in my 50s or 60s my name is chelsea button i have a youtube channel this is just so much introduction i should have wrote this out it just doesn't sound that good (laughs) i have a youtube channel uh i believe i only have about 15 videos at maybe 10 even and only 50 subscribers but it's something that i truly enjoy doing uh i haven't had the time to do weekly episodes but It's something I'm always working on. What I do want to make it into is sort of like an intro brain science YouTube channel. So hear me out on this. People are always like, it's so hard to learn from people who are already professionals in their field because they don't remember what it's like to be learning and actually i do want to share uh some research on that but i'll do that in the youtube video and i'm not starting that unfortunately for a really long time (laughs) i might start in august and it'll only be monthly episodes because it is such a research heavy topic but it is i mean it's my passion and i believe that even if you're scared of it and even if it's a lot if it's your passion you should go for it i don't even know that anyone would want to watch intro brain science (laughs) videos i don't care so i inevitably hope to make these youtube videos um once a month and um, make them intro to brain science. So there's lots of research out there saying that it's really difficult for people to learn from professionals in the field because they don't remember what it's like to be the learner. They already know it. They've, you know, attributed it to their long-term memory. It's, it's, it's in a different part of the brain, which I'm definitely gonna have a video about that. I thought, wouldn't it be great if, and fun for everyone involved, if while I'm learning, you're learning too. So every month, And if I can, I'll make it more than once a month, I swear. Like, this is my passion. I really want to do this. Every month I'm going to do a video based on brain science. I only have, I would say, a couple of classes in brain science right now. So I feel like I would be a decent person to teach it. I'm still in that learning phase and I'm not afraid to say I'm still learning or don't take this at, you know for the absolute answer to something it's currently in research or you know I'm I'm pretty humble basically if someone hears something in my video and they're like that's wrong I'll be able to address it in the other video because it's a learning process like you're learning with me what makes me an authority on this topic nothing I just love it so much I knew I loved it when I saw um someone else in my psych class uh so i should have told you this earlier but i am one credit away from my associates in psychology and about four credits away from a bachelor's but now i'm transferring to do uh neuropsychology because i had no idea how amazing it was and i i got the first inkling that it was for me when i saw um, someone taking a course that is A prereq for us so we absolutely have to take this course there's no way around it it's like if you want a psych degree you absolutely have to take like psych 101 and 102 and so yeah we have to take biological basis of behavior so that's like sort of the beginning of neuroscience you know so like it's got neurons and action potentials and glial cells and where it all is and your central nervous system and your peripheral nervous system and all that wicked fun stuff. And she was sitting beside me and I looked at her screen because she was studying like feverishly for a test and I'm like, that looks fun. And it was, I think it was on a Neuron. I'm not really sure. I I think if I saw the action potential that, (laughs) oh my goodness, if you, just Google it right now. Like if I'd seen that, I would have been scared. But I saw just the biology of like electricity. (laughs) in humans (laughs) and I was just like fascinated by that and I'm like that looks really cool that looks really cool and easy I don't mean easy like it's easy I mean like there's an actual answer and you can research it whereas with psychology you got to take so much into account humans are so different Everything's you know there's so much nurture in nature and it's still in biological basis of behavior but you can at least kind of pinpoint where it's coming from right so it's I don't want to go too far into it on this because people will be like, what are you going on about? And obviously the podcast is different from the YouTube video. The podcast is definitely more about my life. It's more of a diary or a journal, journaling, journal, wow. Journaling, an audio journal of my life as I go through this and as I go through other things. So I'm in love with brain science. <laughs> Nothing makes me an authority on that topic. I just love it and I just want to learn more about it and I want my degree in neuropsych. I don't mean to brag, but I did get an A in it, so I feel like I'm the perfect person to start that. I don't know, let me know what you think. If you think I'm crazy, that's fine, I'm still gonna do it. That's how much I love brain science. (laughs) Oh my God, a fly just landed on my food and I need to freak out. Apologies, no flies on food, like get out of here. I'm aware it'll make my immune system stronger, but I don't need that right now. (laughs) Currently, I have one stats course to finish. And let me know if you're an idiot like I am and did not do math and was still like, yeah, but I'm going to go and get a degree. No, no, no. Oh my goodness. You still need that math. And right now I am in the throngs of math. I have three courses to get through before I can qualify for my stats course. There is a test where that I can do where I can kind of forego that. But because of the pandemic, I decided i would take the first level of the math class just because i'm like i'm not doing anything what else could i possibly do what should i do with my time let's do math let's get this started just in case then you at least have one third of it down okay i should say one fourth (laughs) one quarter actually (laughs) if you want to get all mathematical about it 25 (laughs) percent. okay i'm done I'm done. So now I'm in this math course and I'm in, I'm completely involved in it and I get it now and I never did as a kid and I never liked it as a kid and now I get it and I like it. I'm by no means able. I still have to look at stuff. Like if you were like, if you show me an equation and it's got fractions and decimals and all of that in it, I could do it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a lot for me. I think that's a lot for anyone. I couldn't just pick it up and like go, okay, well you have to do this. You have to do this and this step and that step. You have to convert. uh, Is it centimeters or meters? (laughs) You know what I mean? But I can kind of like look at it and be like, okay, you need to do this to this number. You need to do that to that fraction. And, And it's, it's kind of enjoyable. I don't, Mean like I'm enjoying classes, (laughs) but I am enjoying seeing how important it is for children to have a life that supports that kind of learning. I'm almost mad because I can now see, obviously, my socioeconomic status really affected my learning As, as any kid and any stressful situation. And now I'm grown up and I'm in that math course and I'm like almost mad at life. I'm mad at myself for not trying harder. I'm mad at life for, not for me necessarily, but for other kids that are maybe in that scenario, for other people who are, were in stressful scenarios and are like, I can't stand math. And it's like, because honestly, you are learning it during the most stressful time of your life. It's the time of your life when, if you are in a stressful situation, it's going to go into hyperdrive. That's also something that I will cover in my youtube videos inevitably is stress trauma like what does it do to your brain like how do these do these chemicals get to your brain and get stuck there and and, and end up you know creating trauma basically and making it hard for you to learn and memorize things and and you, you know what i get it it's life but if you're older and you've been thinking about going back to do something i highly encourage you try it just just do it go out of your way and just do it because you'll be surprised. My whole life, I thought I was a freaking idiot. I'm a little bit teary actually right now. My biggest hate about myself was I'm not funny and I'm not smart. And me going back to school and taking all these courses made me realize it's not about being smart, it's about hard work. Are you able to put in the hard work? Are you willing to put in the hard work? Obviously, if you're a kid going through some stuff, you're not going to be able to put in that hard work. You've got other hard work going on. So I've been enjoying doing all of these courses and all of this learning because I don't think there's anyone out there or any psychologist who could have convinced me that Chelsea, it's not that you're not smart. You know what I mean? Like I, I had to come to this conclusion myself and really think about what it was I wanted out of life and then start working hard towards it. And I've never worked harder in my life, but I've also never been happier in my life. And that's not a brag. And I don't want people to, um, that are listening to this that are maybe going through some stressful times to be taking this as their gospel because this has been a journey that's been ongoing for a really long time. And I had the family tools and the friend support and a lot of support to get me there. It's really easy for other people to forget that not everyone has that. So even though I went through, um, you know, depression and anxiety and OCD and all these issues, which I can definitely talk about in future podcasts. um, And if you have any questions, you can let me know. I'm really open and honest about it. Uh, I think it's really easy for people to um, forget that not everyone has those support systems and all of that in place. And then point fingers i would never see someone or hear of someone going through something and say well i got over my depression why can't you get over yours and i shouldn't even even use the word got over because i did not as i just mentioned it was a lot of work it was it's almost two decades two decades of non-stop like what's the next thing that i can do that will make me better and i'd love to be able to go through that and i might actually um prepare an episode um of how i got through it yeah so i think it's really easy for people to forget that you know lives are different and it's it's different for everyone everyone's journey to you know mental wellness is 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 going to be completely different i might talk about it like i got over it and i'm so happy and that's not at all what i mean just because I don't ever want someone to think that I think that it should be that easy for you because it's definitely not that easy for everyone. There's some people that it's more difficult for, and then there's some people it's easy for, and it's just everyone's different. There's there's 7.6 billion people in the world. That means there's 7.6 billion ways of living and ways of dealing with things and ways of seeing things. Okay, moving on. <laughs> that got really deep really quick. That's what I get for talking about school. I guess I get emotional about it. Because like, like I said, I didn't know. I, I, I always thought my... I was just so dumb, and it feels so good to, to really realize like it's not about dumb. But now it's a new thing. Now it's this whole thing where it's like, oh, oh, it's on me. Like I now have to work harder. Like now that I've realized this, I have to work harder, and I have to put in the work. I'm old enough that that it, it works like that. I don't think it would have worked the same way when I was younger. I was too busy having fun, and I don't regret it. There's. There's people in my life that I was having a blast with around the time that everyone else was, you know, graduating high school and going to college and getting their degrees and whatnot. I was having a blast with some people who aren't on this earth anymore. So I can't, um, I can't, I can't hate myself too much for not trying harder earlier. Like my life happened the way it did and I'm very blessed that I was surrounded by, Uh, friends and family and I was enjoying those times it wasn't you know that I have these missed years or anything like that it's just I was my frontal lobe was not completely developed back then okay that's another thing we'll talk about in a video this is gonna get too confusing and I'm gonna have to like figure it out somehow but yeah there'll be videos and there'll be a podcast the videos are about learning and the podcast is about my life I don't know It's going to work out. I swear. Yeah. So I go to school. I am currently in math. I'm actually counting down the minutes to my math class. It's 1117. It starts at 1220. I'm not looking forward to it, but we are doing decimals and that's a lot easier than fractions. Oh my God. Someone take fractions out of the world. People were like, you know what? People who don't, (laughs) this is going to sound so rude. People who don't do math on a daily basis, are like who put alphabets in math that's the devil and when you actually figure out math you're like that's not even the devil it's fractions like proper mixed improper and when to convert them into like it's just so terrible so we're on decimals, and I'm really excited. I'm not gonna go on about that because no one wants to hear about math. I've been with my partner Davis since um, October uh, 2010. This is our 10-year anniversary coming up. I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know. We don't. We're not really a celebrity type of people. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. We're not like this cute couple who's uh, who are going to go out for dinner and post on Facebook and all that stuff. Honestly, last year I thought. I thought last year was our 10 year anniversary and he doesn't even know how many years so he just hears me say it and he's like yeah i guess that sounds right like i could say 50 and he'd be like what feels like it in our relationship a lot of it is like a live-in sketch we live our lives like we are in a comedy sketch all the time and it breaks my heart sometimes because people will hear us conversing and he'll say something that's a little bit rude And people will just be like, What? Did he just say that to her? I'm like, Okay, so first of all, that's an inside joke that we've been joking about for like 10 freaking years. We live our lives like a comedy sketch. If I say something that sounds incredibly rude about him, I'm probably joking. It's probably an inside joke. I wouldn't bring our real problems onto this podcast unless it was a dialogue or a real conversation that I felt needed to be had nothing in our life really happens that I find to be something that's so important that I need to have that conversation right now it's just a joke like we we just live our lives like that um yeah so 10 years we met in good old Ontario and then we moved to BC I'll definitely get into that I'll do more Uh, episodes Uh, just a lot of our life experiences are very similar even though we had completely different upbringings so also in this podcast not just about me I kind of want to talk about the news a bit um just because I think it would be interesting to like listen back obviously like 10 years from now and be like wow that was happening that's crazy obviously there are things happening in the world right now I think they've been touched upon by the right people and I shouldn't be touching upon them. If there's something really huge, I might talk about it and if it's current, I might, but I find that there's way too many opinions on things out there right now and not enough research. And I just I just think what's been happening recently, it just all of it. It needs so much research, it deserves time, all of it. Like I'm not I'm not singling out one specific problem. I'm saying For some reason in 2020, we're finally learning the hard way how important it is to really understand the research, what's being said, the message being conveyed, the nuances, the difference between different scenarios, difference in lives, like the difference in perspective, like it's just there's so much. And I'm really feeling... Like I'm not in a position to really speak about it. I can't speak about masks and if they're right or wrong. I can't speak about, you know, all, you know what? All I can say is be a nice person, be a decent human, follow guidelines, treat others the way you want to be treated because you are them. I'm well aware that sounds weird. I'm going to come up with one of my crazy conspiracy theories. It's not even a conspiracy theory. I'm not sure why I call it that that. My theory is that, and this is not new. This is something you're gonna be like, yeah, everyone thinks that. Not everyone, but. (laughs) I believe that the collective consciousness of humans is what God is. And I think a lot of people can get behind that. I don't really feel like we're at a place where we can explain it. Consciousness in general is just beautiful it's magnificent it's mystical it's magical and i truly think that collectively we are god whenever someone says to me you know or they ask like do you think god is real i kind of i'm not able to answer it really because i don't know the answer i'm not an idiot i do say i believe our collective consciousness is god and then if they say well why does god allow bad things to happen to good people my answer is well why do we why do we how dare any human say you know if god exists why does he do bad things to good people i keep saying he and god and i'm so sorry that is legitimately because i'm an 80s baby okay like i'm still gonna say he isn't god when that's not even that's not even the way i believe things or look at things i shouldn't say believe like i don't look at it that way it's fine if you're like god's a man i'd be like i don't really think men and women or they or anyone exists where we come from i think that that's probably why we're finally coming to the conclusion that gender doesn't have to be binary because it only is down here for the you know on earth it's necessary for procreation it's not necessary for procreation where we come from we're just a collective consciousness okay now i'm getting crazy and i apologize I don't want this podcast to be my conspiracy theories or my theories or anything like that. And I'm not pushing my agenda on you. I legitimately, if you go to my Twitter page, it's, it's Chelsea Stories. Actually, I should check that and make sure. And you'll find pretty fast that like, I'm the kind of person, I'm the kind, I'm the kind of person that starts sentences with, I'm the kind of person. <laughs> I regularly like talking about things that, you know, could be, I like saying, what if, I don't know why. I don't like, you know, absolute endings. I want to say what if to so many things. Okay, so sorry. My Twitter is Chelsea Stories at Chelsea Stories. <laughs> There's nothing fun going on there, so don't worry. But yeah, I just find that interesting that people are, you know, they they decide that God does or doesn't exist based on how what happens to, you know, good people. And it's like, well, if you think that, then why do we all treat, you know? Why do I go walking? I'm probably going to step on an ant and that's just terrible. Like I'm just killing his life. It's all relativity, baby. (laughs) All right. I'm sorry. I'll move on. What else did I want to talk about? Because I have to wrap this up soon. I promise to keep it short. In summation, I just, I really want to keep this light and, you know, lighthearted. Not, not anything that's too serious. I mean, if you're someone who has something very serious to talk about and you want to come on this podcast, I'm not sure why you would. This is not a platform for anyone but me. Let me know. You can come on my podcast. I totally would love that. And I want to uh, hear what everyone has to say about everything. But I want to mainly keep this lighthearted and um, I'm sor- sort of going to keep it to a journal of my life. I don't want too many opinions. I might once in a while throw out an opinion, but I'd really like it to not be. I always find that like in class, teachers try to take the approach where you don't know their opinion and I you end up really respecting them and appreciating them and you have no idea if you believe or you know behave the same way, and it, it doesn't matter in the end. So why do we <laughs> why do we all need to do that? All right. So something that I do want to address on this uh, the call her daddy podcast. I don't know if anyone listens to this. I know a couple of my friends actually do randomly found it because one of my friends had, you know, call her daddy gang or whatever in her bio on Instagram and I was like what is that? Like what's going on? <laughs> I went to it. And I listened to it and it was okay. Like I'm like, yeah, sure. Like w- obviously this is going to be a huge podcast. It's two hot girls talking about sex in great detail. After I saw it on her Instagram, I went to it and I was like, what have I been missing? It's A fairly brilliant idea for a podcast. I mean, it's pretty good. I've listened to a few of the first season and then a few of the last. But they were fun to listen to. And the reason that I ended up getting back into it, and this is really funny, and what I really wanted to talk about was they split up. So it's these two girls that have a sex podcast. They live their lives on this podcast telling people not to let a man Run their lives or come in between friends. Wow, that sounded weird if you listen to that podcast. Don't ever let a man ruin your life. And somehow one of the girls let a man ruin this podcast for (laughs) her. There's a deeper story than that. You can definitely go and listen. Apparently there's some man that got involved and he's he wanted to get them to make more money. And so they started shopping around anyways. They broke up. It's this huge podcast. It's like they legitimately get so many downloads. And there was a point where they were number one. And, and that's nuts for two girls who do not... Like, okay... There's two kinds of podcasts. There's this kind where it's, you're just winging it. And then there's one where you do a lot of research and there's a lot of them that do a lot of research and do a lot of work and they're mainly the top ones. So for a podcast like Call Her Daddy that just kind of wings it, I don't really mean wing it, wing it. I mean like it's not researched material. (laughs) There's not a lot of work going into it other than maybe hanging out on the weekend, figuring out what topics to talk about (laughs) and how you want to talk about them. So for a podcast, Basically what I'm saying for a podcast like that to be number one, that's pretty huge. Clearly the other girl realized that and was like, how can we maximize this? How can we capitalize on it? But they were already getting a pretty sweet deal. And so now I'm into it because I'm just kind of hoping they talk more about, I don't, the human relationship here. I'm not, I don't want them to fight more or anything like that, but I'm now interested in this human relationship that's going on. They haven't really talked about it in the most recent episode. I think they're trying to kind of move on from it, but it's pretty interesting and it's like, it's a pretty good idea for a podcast. And I was just really shocked that someone would let someone else come in between that. But I mean, they're fairly young girls. They're in their 20s. I'm not sure that it's that shocking <laughs> men come in between everything up until like in your 30s oh, what else is happening in my life um i finally went back to work i don't know if everyone out there lost their job to covid or you know maybe their job closed or whatever for me i work in the restaurant industry and um the crummy thing for me was i had just quit a job and had just been hired onto a new one, but only by email. So it was like, I don't have any record of employment. I have nothing. I was legitimately in between jobs. And then when that happened, I was like, oh, okay, well now I have nothing. I didn't have any record of employment because I just quit my other job. (laughs) So it was great. It was awesome. yeah when i was really bored at my worst i ended up getting a two-week job at a liquor store which was kind of fun but it, it was just too much for me i'm in a pretty privileged position where if we watch our spending we'll be okay i mean i think if it went on for a few years we wouldn't but in that privileged position where i was like this is just not working for me it was a lot and i don't mean a lot the job i mean like around the job so you have to stay up so late. And I'm the kind of person, okay, I need to stop doing that. I wake up at between six and seven every morning and go for a run and all this stuff. So it was so much for me. And then I ha- I'm, I'm a little bit anemic. And when I say a little bit, I mean like, I'm a lot anemic. If I don't watch my body, I, I can pass out from standing up. So I regularly have to get blood tests and I regularly have to take iron pills and all that wicked stuff that for some reason a lot of us are today. That's a conspiracy theory on its own. Um, But yeah, I I couldn't work in the coolers because I would just be absolutely freezing and be like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I just I can't. And then on top of that, with COVID happening, um, I would go for lunch and try and go and get something because if you let's say this one time I worked till close at one place so that'd be till 11 and then the next day I opened you're not going to make a lunch if you close at 11 and then open at 9. You're just not. You're not going to eat correctly. You're not going to do anything. You're going to zone out on TV, decompress, because that is what you need uh, in order to do the next day tomorrow. So basically, I I closed one day and then I opened the next day and I went to go get lunch and I could not. I could not. Lineups were so long that i just couldn't get anything to eat and then there was another day where i was there to open and i just needed water and everything in this particular mall and because it was open it was only for vulnerable people so i'm like just dying over i can't get water i can't get a little bit of breakfast i can't do anything and like i 100 percent agree like there needs to be you know these hours for these, you know, for vulnerable people to shop, so that they know they're not around someone who's asymptomatic or you know whatever the case may be. But my goodness, people making fourteen dollars an hour doing these types of like, no wonder why they're asking for more money. I'm um, okay. Let's set aside the fact that fourteen dollars an hour is not enough to cover anything. But yeah, I found it was it for people like me. It wasn't. It wasn't about the money, it was about, I can't, I'm not making $14 an hour when I'm not eating and not sleeping and not, you know, not able to get a bottle of water, like I'm just not doing that. So it kind of opened my eyes to how people who are in these positions and are stuck in them and don't have other options, what needs to change about them then? Like we we got kinda gotta think of something to change it together. I digressed for so long that I made 10 minutes go by and I promised that I would not go on. I don't know why I went on about that liquor store it really changed me as a human I guess it just made me open my eyes to a lot of different things and a lot of different issues in the world and now I'm I'm kind of interested in how we can make working conditions better for people who are in those types of scenarios like grocery store workers like Walmart workers fast food workers it's it's I don't find it's necessarily a bad job I don't think any of them are bad jobs I just think how they have to work is not gonna work anymore <laughs> We gotta do something in the future because I we can't just keep treating people like they're livestock, you know. Like oh, you close, you, you then it took you till twelve to get home, and then you open, you gotta take the bus, you gotta get up at seven. But you now you can't order food. Like there, there just has to be something different. We live in Canada; it shouldn't be this hard. We live in North America; we're so privileged. My friends hate when I talk about privileged north americans <laughs> because it's all encompassing we're all so privileged over here and we have no idea and we should be using it for the better okay just saying um sorry back to the fact that i went back to work that was 10 minutes ago so yeah i went back to work i work in the restaurant industry you know what i think i'm gonna save any restaurant stories or any anything else for next week a boom boom Thank you so much for stopping by, for listening, for clicking, anything, any type of engagement I will take at this point. I do this for me. I'm that vain. (laughs) Get overzealous with me. Let's get excited about stuff. I don't know what stuff. Do you have stuff? Let's get excited about stuff. I, cannot handle like the right music, sun, a vitamin, a good meal, a good sleep. I get high. This is where it's coming from. I'll go into that more next week. Thank you so much for stopping by. Chelsea Button is overzealous and we will see you next week.